Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Downtown, Peckle Park, a new beginning, let's go. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby said she wanna go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Mitchell and Ness with the old school name. All of the homies holler Padre gang. Yeah, they. And good day, everybody. Welcome to episode 173 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Ben Fadden. Here, I'm, I'm recording. I'm not live uh, like I usually do on YouTube. Um, I actually went to the Padres game today with my sister and my mom. Danielle's sitting here with me. She got some autographs, so we'll talk about that. Uh, and in the middle of the game, I had a personal emergency, so I actually wasn't able to see Trent Grisham's walk-off home run that went off the right field foul pole. Um, but you know what? I'm grinding. I'm here. That's all that matters, right? I'm, I'm here. I'm not on camera today. I, I, you know, with the personal emergency, I didn't feel like being on camera today. Um, but I'll be back on camera hopefully tomorrow. I'm scheduled to have a couple interviews. I think this week with one minor leaguer in the Padres farm system. And then, um, someone else involved, uh, with the El Paso Chihuahuas. So, Looking forward to that. The Padres took two out of three from the Pittsburgh Pirates today, or this weekend. Uh, they won the first one. They won the second one, even though they, I mean, they should have lost it, if we're being honest. And then they were able to win today. Mackenzie Gore pitched amazing, and we'll get to all that. Uh, but starting with game one, the Padres end up losing this one. Or excuse me, they end up winning it 4-3 to three to the Pittsburgh Pirates that, um, Taylor Rogers got his 17th save on the year. Bill Chrismat actually got the win. He had he pitched great in that, what was that, the eighth inning. Um, now, Brian Reynolds got the scoring started in this game. He homered on a fly ball to left field off Sean Manaya. Um, but then, I mean, the Pirates, yeah, in the fourth inning, Diego Castillo doubled down the line, uh, and that made it 3-0 Pirates, but... The Padres ended up coming back. This didn't seem like a game that they were going to come back. You know, they're down 3 nothing, uh, And then of all people, you know, Luke Voigt steps up to the plate. You know, I tweeted during the game on Friday that it was just a terrible, terrible inning, that fourth inning, where I think they had first and second, and Manny got picked off at second base. He didn't slide. He was being lazy. That's something that hopefully won't happen again this season. And then... Um, what else happened? And then, uh, I think Voight, no, 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 Myers popped up 
Voigt struck out. So just a, a terrible sequence of events there in the fourth inning. So it just didn't seem like the Padres were poised to come back. And then in the sixth inning, they have two runners on and Luke Voigt steps up. You didn't think that he was going to hit a home run there and tie the game just because Luke Voigt has been struggling. You know, it's either like a walk or a strikeout. He homered twice on May 11th, and then it took him a couple weeks to hit his next home run. It was like three weeks. Um, And then he started off the year, excuse me, started off the year not hitting home runs. And so, yeah, it was great to see him hit that home run, um, but it was definitely surprising sitting there at Petco Park, seeing that happen. I mean, the crowd went nuts. It was a great crowd pretty much all weekend long, by the way. Salute to the crowd. That Got to give props to them. Uh, I think it was a sellout on Sunday. On Friday, probably close to a sellout because they had the uh, towel giveaway. I got the Joe Musgrove towel, uh, which I displayed on the uh, pregame show and the postgame sh- uh, recap reaction uh, to Saturday's game, to Saturday's loss. And when Musgrove starts, I'll probably have it up as well again. Um, he well, we'll get to that. But in in terms of Friday night's game, you know, Will Myers came through in the eighth inning. A broken bat single scored Manny. And yeah, was it a good win? Of course, because it was a come win. It was a win that I wouldn't have thought that the Padres would have won. They wouldn't have come back. That's just. Just the way things were going in that game, it did not seem like they were going to be able to come back. But that's baseball, and they did end up coming back. So the Padres winning the first game of the series, four to three, over the Pirates. Yeah, Brian Reynolds homered, but they were able to come back. Uh, Zokar got the start in center field that same day that I put out episode 172, talking about why Zokar should probably be starting over Trent Grisham. Now, out of the series, we might look at that a little bit differently uh, because of how Grisham played that last game. But I don't think one home run on a 2-0, I think it was a 2-0 pitch that he hit the walk-off on. I've only seen it, seen it once or twice because I was watching the game live when that happened because I was actually in the emergency room. But um, that's pretty much all I'll say about it. But... Um, yeah, it was a good swing by Grisham today, but I don't think that just all of a sudden, you know, makes Grisham the everyday star. I think Azokar still deserves to get some at bats uh, for the Padres in the starting lineup. Uh, but Shamanaya, I mean, yeah, did he give up those three runs? He was, he didn't have the lead. Uh, okay, yeah. But guess what? Shamanaya is one of the most valuable Padres on this team right now. Because even though he gave up those three runs, he's one of those guys that just grinds. Like, he goes seven innings when it didn't seem like he was going to go that long, to be honest, you know, when you give up three runs. And he just wasn't pitching great early on. He was giving up a lot of liners down the line and all that. He just wasn't pitching well. But he sticks out those seven innings, four hits that he allowed. He walked three, but he struck out five. Um, ZRA's about four. Uh, but look, Manaya right now, what is he? Is he the isn't he the Padres like four starter if you're talking about talent? You're gonna go Darvish, Gore, 
or excuse me, my dumb self, I'm not even thinking. Musgrove is the one is the best starter. Darvish, Gore, and then go Manaya and then Clev, maybe. I know Clev's hurt, so I guess Snell is what you're putting in there. Uh, but I think Manaya is probably the four starter right now in terms of how guys are pitching. So what do you expect out of your four starter? Are you supposed to expect Manaya to go out there and go seven and shut out innings? No, I think you're expecting a quality start because that's what we've seen out of Sean Manaya in essentially every single start this year, not including the Dodgers start where he gave up that home run to Freddie Freeman and uh, Cody Bellinger. So this is the guy that he is, and I'm super proud to be a fan of Manaya and him to be in a Padres uniform. I mean, on Sunday before the game, he spent how long, Daniel? Like 20 minutes, 30 minutes signing autographs, dugout today? Yeah. Manaya, yeah. Go ahead. He spent a lot of time. There's a lot of kids down there. Yeah. Yeah, and what did he say to you? He was he was coming around signing everyone. Uh and I know that when he came up to you, uh he said hello, right? And then what happened? And then I said you're awesome, bro. And he's like, thank you. You too. <laughs> yeah. So excuse the microphone muffling there, but uh, I'm just passing the mic to my sister. And uh, he took a picture with me. He was really nice. And I, I talked to him, you know, obviously he had that teal glove that he used on Friday night. And uh, so I was asking him about the city connect jerseys because he has the glove. He, I am pretty sure that they know what the jerseys look like already. If they have the glove and all that. They probably uh, did the photo shoot in like spring training or something. And he didn't bite at it. Uh, I put it out on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok today. I was like, I just spoke to Manaya and he said that he has not seen the City Connect jerseys yet. And he's waiting for them to come out. I don't really buy that, but I wanted to put it out there. Um, and that's what he told me. So you kind of have to just take it at face value. Um, and yeah. So I think the jerseys are going to come out in July. Um, July, beginning of July, I think. The City Connect jerseys. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what they look like. Uh, there's been the leaked socks with the teal and the pink. I think pink palm trees and the yellow. I'm not a huge fan of it. It looks like Miami instead of San Diego. It has nothing to do with anything Padres except maybe the yellow. Um, I don't care about the pink. Fine with that. It's it's just the teal. Like, what does the teal have to do with anything? Like, it's not even, the, it's not like it's the color of, like, the wave, right? The uh, literal, literal water on the beach. It's not like it's that color. So that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, I think that with those jerseys, they should probably just revert back to something 1998 not those specific jerseys if you know if they want to make it new but incorporate something San Diego something Padres and so maybe just make a redesign of the 1998 jerseys i think people would be open to that you brought back the brown and the gold from 84 and so bring back some type of 98 you know i know they i know like for the anniversaries and stuff they've worn those but i think that would be smart um, but it doesn't look like they're going to go in that direction. Anyway, 
And by the way, before I continue, um, just excuse, I guess, my lack of like enthusiasm or lack of like being loud and stuff. Uh, I just don't have a ton of energy. Um, but I still wanted to come and give my thoughts on this series. So hopefully you're going to hang in there with me, and I really appreciate it. I hope you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Talking Friars. Um, trying to get up to a thousand subscribers. We got a little over 700 right now. If you're listening on the podcast platforms, I appreciate that. You can follow the social media channels at Talking Friars on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and go visit gaglionbros.com. Uh, the Gaglion Bros famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. They are, they, uh, yeah, my, my sister Danielle just said good fries. Um, they are the sponsor. Uh, you can view their phone numbers, their addresses. Uh, they're located in Mission Gorge, Point Loma, Petco Park for their locations. Um, I'm, I'm going to meet with Joe Gaglione probably at the next homestand, so that'll be fun. But definitely hit them up. Great. They're just, they just do a great job over there, so I couldn't recommend them enough. All right. Moving on to Saturday's game. I mean, if you want my real reaction, like passionate reaction before what happened today for me, just just go – to my post-game reaction on YouTube, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok of Saturday's game and how I said it was embarrassing and that they left 16 guys on base. Um, just go to that. That's my real, like, passionate reaction. Um, again, I'm just kind of low on energy right now. Um, but in terms of this game, the Padres had a one nothing lead on the Austin Nola sack fly. I mean, think of it. The one of the trusts they scored in this game literally came on a error. Jake Cronenworth reached on an error, and then he ended up scoring on the sack fly. So they only scored a run there that first run of the game because of an error. So it was not good enough, and it was just embarrassing. It was 1-1 in the fourth. Grisham took the lead in the seventh. He came through, so back-to-back nights he threw. The bullpen didn't do their job yesterday. Taylor Rogers, well, most of the bullpen did. Taylor Rogers in the ninth, he just did not have it. Uh, yeah, Joe Musgrove, he pitched great. He had another quality start. He's the first pitcher since 2018 to have a quality start in his first nine starts this season. Uh, or first nine starts to start a season. Uh, he went seven innings, or excuse me, six innings. One run, two walks, struck out seven. His ERA is one eight six. Just tremendous from what we've seen out of Joe Musgrove so far this year. I I feel like I say the same thing after every single start and all these reaction episodes on the podcast and YouTube show. It's just like pay the man. That's that's all we can really say. You know, he's coming up on that contract year. The Padres' last offer was eleven million dollars a year. That's not good enough. He's gonna get easily over $20 million on the free agent market. And to be honest, right now, the way it's trending, it's probably going to be like 25 a year. So do the Padres want to do that? It would be in their best interest to do that. That's for sure. Because if he is not a San Diego Padre for life, or at least until like the rest of his prime, there's going to be a problem there because he's from San Diego. He wants to be a Padre. You know, on off days, he's going to Grossmont High School's CIF championship game the baseball team. So when he could be relaxing, he's out in, in the community supporting his former high school. This is, you know, he's wearing 44 because of Jake Peavy, all this stuff. He needs to be a Padre and Peter Seidler has the money. And there's no other pitcher I'd rather have 
than Joe Musgrove on this team right now uh, and in the future. And I'll tell you this, there's a ton of teams out there that would want Joe Musgrove to be their ace. So Joe Musgrove probably is not afraid to hit the free agent market. And maybe he'll give the Padres, you know, a couple million of a discount. But if another team offers him, I don't know, $100 million for four years, at 25 a year, I think he'll get more than four years. I'm just putting it out there, 25 mil a year. And let's say the Padres give him 18 million a year. Like, that's a huge difference. You're leaving, what, 35 million on the table throughout the entirety of that four-year deal? If that's the structure, I know it's not going to be, but I'm just making an example. That's a big, big difference. And you're telling me that Musgrove's just going to allow the Padres to give him $35 million less than another team? Now, the Dodgers are the one team, and probably the Giants are the two teams that I would say he's not going to go to regardless of how much money they offer him because he would be betraying his family, right? I think his family, they're going to root for the Padres regardless of who he plays for. If he plays for the Padres, then yeah, he's going to be really, really happy. Or the family is. And they're going to go to every start just like they do, every home start that is. And fans are going to be ecstatic, including myself, including my sister, including my moms, including everyone in my family. We're going to be ecstatic. But if he doesn't, or let's say he goes to the Dodgers, it's not going to happen. But those two teams, Giants, Dodgers, those seem like the two teams. One, they'll offer him a lot of money just to see what happens. Um, and so that they can tell their fans, hey, we tried. But he's not going there. So I'm confident that he's not going to go there. But that doesn't mean that he won't go to, I don't know, Boston, the Red Sox. You know, I don't think he hates the Red Sox. Like, there's other teams out there that could probably offer him a lot of money and would be willing to have him be their ace and open up the checkbook and the blank check, you know. And so if the Padres don't do that, he's probably going to go elsewhere. Again, I don't think it's the Dodgers or the Giants just because of how he grew up, but the Padres are definitely going to have to give him a lot of money, and i definitely sign up for that. All right. As for the rest of the game, I mean, Taylor Rodgers was not on his game here in that ninth inning, gave up that home run to Cabri the yeah three-run home run to Cabrian Hayes. He pitched the ninth inning, blown save, his second blown save of the season. The only other blown save that he had was that Dodger game where Trey Turner doubled down the line. Rodgers went that inning, gave up two hits, three runs, walked one, struck out three. Then obviously the Cabrian Hayes home run. Even with that game, um, he has a 1.69 ERA so far this year. So he's been tremendous. I'm not going to get pissed off at uh, Taylor Rodgers for blowing one game. The offense was terrible. Hassan Kim struck out with the bases loaded. Will Myers didn't swing the bat with the bases loaded and two strikes on him. Eric Hosmer, I think it was the bases loaded, and he popped out. Or No, he struck out. Kim popped out before him. Like The offense was just terrible. And yeah, when you don't have Manny, you don't have Tatis, that's what the offense is. And yeah, they had Manny Machado, or they didn't have Manny today, they didn't have Tatis today, and they were able to scratch out a win, but it took extra innings. Excuse me there, I was taking a drink of water. Um, so, 
I don't know how much I want to dive into this game. I mean, uh, again, my real passionate, enthusiastic reaction was on the post-game reaction on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. So you can go look at that. Um, again, I, I'm just kind of low on energy. I, I don't have – I'm not going to sit here and scream and yell um, because that's just not going to be good for me today. Um, so the Padres ended up losing that game. Yeah, it was a game that they should have won, along with the Arizona game, the Pittsburgh game, the Cleveland game. Um, I think I'm forgetting one more. But this Pirates game, yeah, they should have won it on Saturday, even with the bad offense. Because they had the lead, and Taylor Rodgers blew it. So and it stinks that it's on Joe Musgrove's start that they blew it. Because he's had a quality start every single time out. All right, moving to Sunday's game. Padres... Uh, got to 30-17 and 17 after this 4-2 to win. Again, I pretty much didn't watch from the fifth inning on. Um, but before the game, it was really cool. Like, that was my highlight of the day on, or today, earlier today. Today's been a long day, sorry. Um, but yeah, I took my sister down. She's sitting here with me and uh, took her down by the dugout. And... It was really cool. The the players, a lot of the players were really nice, and it was pretty much all pitchers. Um, Manaya was wearing the Tony Gwynn giveaway jersey. I still want one of those. So if anyone has one, feel free to DM me on Twitter at Talking Friars or email me talkingfriars at gmail com, and um, maybe I'll give away a, uh, one of the puppy calendars that I got today, or maybe I'll give away the Musgrove towel or. Uh, a autographed baseball or something. We'll, we'll work something out uh, if anyone has a medium Tony Gwynn giveaway jersey from earlier this year. Anyway, but before the game, I uh, got some autographs. Well, Danielle did, my sister. I got some pictures. I talked to Shamanaya. I already talked about how he said that he hasn't seen the City Connect jerseys. I don't really believe that, but that's what he said, just taking the words out of the horse's mouth, if you will. Um, all right. So I got Danielle sitting with me. Before we get to the game, I'm just going to give the mic to her, and she'll tell me, well, tell you guys what happened before the game and that experience, because this is the first time I believe that I've took her down for autographs before a game. I believe this is the second game this year that I've been with her, but the first game was the Manny Machado bobblehead game earlier this homestand, and we kind of got there like 40 minutes before the game. It was already packed. So this was the first game that I was there um, with her hours before the game, and we could sit there down by the dugout and got to interact with some of the players. So here you go, Danielle. Talk to the people. So I think it was pretty nice. I think um, so the first autograph I got, I think, was you, Darvish, and then I got Taylor Rogers. Um, Randy Jones, which I was very surprised to see. I was, it was cool that he was there, you know, one of the old baseball players from the Padres that I had, you know, ever met. It was pretty cool that he was there. Um, you Darvish actually handed me a baseball, so that was awesome just to be face to face with him. Um, I got you Darvish to sign my hat right here, and then I got Clevenger, which I think was pretty nice. So, yeah, it was awesome. It was, Cool to be face to face with the players. Yeah. 
Who was your favorite player that you got to interact with? I think it was you, Darvish, honestly. Like, I was really excited to, like, see him. He's really fit, though, so <laughs> it's really cool to see that. He was really fit. Okay. Well, I mean, that's his job, so that's good that he was fit. Um, all right. Now, getting to the Padre game, I did not see any of, of the scoring that happened because of my personal emergency today. But uh, Jerks and Profar homered uh, in the bottom of the fifth, scored Jorge Alfaro. That made it 2 nothing Padres. Um, again, I, I'm kind of just going off of what MLB.com is telling me. I haven't really seen the home run or anything. Uh, okay, here it is. I'm all... Oh, middle, middle pitch. Holy cow. And it barely got out right at the Templeton deck in right field. So that's good. That was good. That, that I mean, middle, middle, he definitely capitalized on it. Profar uh, drove in those two runs himself and Alfaro, ended the day two for four. And his OPS is now at 733. How many home runs? Uh, Profar has six home runs now. I, I forget when his last home run was, but it really feels like it's been a long time since he's homered. So that was definitely a good sight to see. I, I'm still not really bought on him being a leadoff hitter, but that's just the way it kind of is right now because Grisham's been struggling. Cronowar's kind of been struggling. Kim... You know, with matchups and a right-hander on the mound, they don't want Kim leading off, probably. They want a lefty leading off. And you have Hosmer hitting third because Manny's out these last couple games. He's going to play tomorrow, according to Bob Melvin. My sister's with her thumbs up and smiling. Uh, that's her favorite player. But um, getting back to uh, Profar, that's kind of just the situation. He's kind of had to bat leadoff. They're not really going to put Jose Azokar hitting leadoff. He doesn't have... He's not really an amazing hitter. Uh, he has good at-bats. But, like, on Friday, right when I said I, I like the at-bats that he has, I think the first two at-bats that he had on Friday night, he swung at the first pitch and grounded out to the infield. So, of course. Um, anyway, getting back to this game, just looking through the scoring. Uh, I think it looks like Nabil Chrismat. Yeah, Nabil Chrismat gave up that double to Cabrian Hayes uh, to uh, Profar. Marcano scored. That made it 2-1 Padres instead of 2-0. Van Meter tied it with a single off Chrismat as well. So Chrismat was not on his game. Like It just wasn't his best day. He had the blown save technically. One inning, gave up two runs, three hits, struck at a one. His ERA still, despite that, kind of like Taylor Rogers, still really good. It's at one nine zero. Tim Hill came in after him, pitched a scoreless inning. Luis Garcia came in after him, pitched that tenth inning, scoreless inning. His ERA is now at two nine five. And then the bottom of tenth, Trent Grisham, a home run to right field. My goodness, this was a bomb off the foul pole. Danielle, did you see this live? Yeah, I saw it. It but it looked like when I was watching it live on TV, it bounced off the foul the foul pole. I think that's what it's called, the foul pole. Um and it was that it was this close to like going foul. 
and it bounced off and into the crowd. And I was like, wow. And like, it looks like he, him and his team, when he came to home plate, they were so excited throwing water on him, just yanking him. Just like, wow. Like, he must have been so excited. It was just awesome. And just to end the game like that is really cool. Yeah, that's a walk off for you. So, um, yeah, so she saw it. I did not see it live. I saw it probably like two hours after the fact as I was going home. But, um, man, did Trent Grisham need that? He came in, came through, excuse me, on Saturday. They didn't win that game, but he came through, was the go-ahead RBI at that point. Then he comes through today with that walk-off. Does this get Trent swag back and he starts hitting again? That's what you hope and you'd expect. Owen, I think Bowmel, regardless of his struggles, he still trusts him, but he doesn't just continue to put him out there if he knows that he doesn't give the Padres the best chance to win. And that was my argument on Friday with the Azokar Grisham argument was that I thought Azokar going into Friday night gave the Padres a better chance to win than having Grisham in the lineup. And now that Grisham has turned it around the last couple games, maybe that opinion should change. And I think that's what really baseball is, right? There's going to be ups and downs and you just hope that there's more ups and downs and you, than downs. You, you hope that there's more or the ups are for a longer period of time than the downs. And that hasn't been the case so far really this year for Trent Grisham. But at the same time, all that matters is the Padres record. And right now, after today's win, they have 30 wins. They're 30 and 17. That's what matters. And so if Grisham can be the Grisham that he was in 2020 for a good amount of the summer, he's really going to help the Padres win, and he's going to be the starting center fielder on a daily basis. The Padres, despite Grisham's struggles, those 30 wins that they have, 7-3 in their last 10 games, uh, obviously that seventh win today, a big part of it was Grisham. Um, and I'm just excited for Grish to finally get going. You know, when he has swag like that, you feel like something's going to happen. Something really, really good is going to happen. And that was the case today. So I'm really happy for him. And here is the call from Don Orsillo, Padres radio voice. Hold on, let me load it. Hold the drum roll, hang on. for Grisham down the line towards the pole off the pole and gone Trent Grisham hits the pole and right the Padres walk it off 4-2 San Diego in 10 white bunt just enough So I love that. I love that call. Why bunt is what Mud was saying there. Uh, and because I think it was a 2-0 count there. And Grisham, obviously, if you haven't been watching games on a daily basis like I have, uh, that's been his role this year, it seems like, is 
he's bunted. That's, you know, when he's struggling, he's been able to lay down that sacrifice bunt really, really well. Um, he did that, I think, yesterday as well at some point. So that's just the way that he's been going. And that because of how bad he's been hitting, he's had to resort to that bunt. And so I think it's it was fine for Mark Grant and fans to expect a bunt on a 2-0 count, despite it being that 2-0 count, because there was a runner on second, I believe, at the time, and you're just playing situationally there at that time, right? The Pirates did not score in the 10th inning. You're just trying to get a run. Any way you can get a run, you're trying to get a run. So should he have bunted there? I mean, obviously he hit the home run, but I'm just saying, like, situationally, I probably would have opted for him to bunt. Maybe not the 2-0 count, but later in the if it was like 2-1 or something. But obviously it's the home run. It's not, I'm, I'm obviously not mad at that, duh. But that's just the way that it's been going for Trent Grisham. And so if he can turn it around here and use this as a turning point, I'm going to be the happiest person on earth. I mean, because Trent Grisham, he was the Padres' leadoff hitter in 2020 that made the playoffs. Like, he was a huge impact guy, winning a gold glove, being a leadoff hitter for some of the time during 2020, being the leadoff hitter sometimes last year. Like, he's a game changer when he's doing it on both sides of the field. Um, so it's definitely a positive, and this could be a good development, um, if tr again, if Grish can use this as a turning point. So the Padres end up taking two out of three. They needed to take two out of three. I don't care. Well, I mean, I do care that they lost Saturday because that's a game they should have won. They should have swept, if you think about it now. Um, it's just inexcusable that the way that they played on Saturday with the 16 left on base, I think they were two for 17 with guys in scoring position. Just atrocious. Um, striking out with bases loaded multiple times, popping it up. Uh, Hassan Kim was 3-0 or up 3-0 in a count one point, and then I think he popped up before uh, Hosmer struck out that one inning with the bases loaded. Just terrible. They should have won that game. Even they had the lead in the ninth, and then Taylor Rodgers didn't show up. But again, I'm not really mad at it. I'm mad more at the offense. But they took the series. That's I mean, at the end of the day, you can't get too pissed off about winning a series, right? But now they go on the road. You got Nick Martinez tomorrow on Memorial Day. And then you got Tuesday, Wednesday against the Cardinals. And then you got two more series, one more on the road after the Cardinals series. You got the Brewers, and then you got the Mets coming home. That's going to be an entertaining series. So you got three winning ball clubs, three teams that could be in the postseason at the end of September, um, end of October. I, I think the season ends because of the season being delayed. So this is going to tell a lot, um, kind of like the last road trip, right, where they went, I think, 7-2. and two. Something crazy like that against the Braves, the Giants, and uh, Phillies. Um, this is another one of those. And so can they keep that going? We'll see. Um, just kind of a quick standings update here. Do, 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 do. Here we go. Come on. Load. All right. Giants. Excuse me. The Dodgers are in first place, 33 and 14, three games up on the Padres. 
Padres in second at 30 and 17. They are four and a half games up on the third place Giants because remember they uh, swept the Giants to finish off that seven and two road trip last weekend. So that really helped them jumping the Giants a lot in the division, and they might need those games later in the year. Who knows? Or in the summer? Who knows? Giants 11 games back, Rockies 12. They're not in the picture, obviously. Diamondbacks have lost four in a row, whatever. Um, but the Mets, 32-17, and 17, that's the final team that they play of these three winning records. Milwaukee is 30-18. and 18. Cardinals, who they play next, 26-21. They are three and a half back of Milwaukee. But the Cardinals right now would be in Sago for, no, no, no. That's not the way the playoffs works this year. My bad. Um, I think the, would it be, how many teams get a bye? Do first two teams? Or is it the one seed? I think it would be the one seed that gets the bye for the wild card series. Oh, no, no, no. There's six. Wait, Do the, no, I think the first two seeds get the bye. Okay, the top two division winners get the bye. So Padres right now, I think they would, no, they would face St. Louis, yeah. They would host St. Louis in a three wild card series. And that would be a one interesting heck of a series. They obviously beat them in the wild card series in 2020. I think the Padres are a better team now than they were then, and they don't even have peace right now. Well, I mean, Tatis back. That's what I'm saying. They get they'd be a better team than the than they were last year, or two years ago uh, when they played the series. They wouldn't have to have Craddock starting game. What was that game? Um, game three or game two? Might have been game three. Um, and then he obviously didn't pick pitch at all in the National League Division Series against the Dodgers. They didn't trust him. Instead, you would have like Gorby pitching or Manaya. Uh, so I'm much more confident in that. But this is going to be an interesting Cardinal series. I don't know. I mean, my expectations because the team, you can just have high expectations with the starting pitching, is you go, what is it, a nine game, or excuse me, a six game road trip? Nine games against these three winning teams. So go five and four. I'd be happy with that because they're you're facing three teams. Obviously, I haven't looked at the pitching matchups, like the whole thing of these nine games, but we'll see. Um, is it? Hang on, let me check one more. Let me check this Brewer series. Make sure it's three, not four games. Dead silence. Yeah, I know. I'm just looking up the schedule right now. So tomorrow's game is at 11.15 a.m. Nick Martinez on the mound for the Padres. Tuesday, no starters named. Adam Wainwright's on the mound for the Cardinals. That's at 4.45. Wednesday is at 10.15. No Padre, no starter for the Padres named yet. Dakota Hudson for the Cardinals. And then, okay, so it's a four-game series against the Brewers. So my bad. So 10 games go 6-4. and four. That's what, you know... The Padres probably should do. So that Milwaukee series, Thursday, 440, Friday, 510, Saturday, 110, Sunday, 1110 a.m. Ooh, is that 1110? No, it's not. Okay, never mind. I was like, uh, is that the Peacock game? No, it's not. I think the Yankees game is 
the Peacock game there. All right. Then the Mets, when they come back home, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mondays will be at 6.40, Tuesday 6.40, Wednesday 6.40. So it's not a day game that that uh, Wednesday series finale against the Mets back at home. Thursday, they'll get an off day. So June 9th is their next off day. And Nick Martinez is starting, so it seems like they're doing that five-man rotation as of now. Musgrove, um, Darvish, Snell, Manaya, Gore, Martinez. Name everyone. I think I did. So I think that's the way that they're going. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty much the episode. We got two, hopefully two interviews this week and then series reactions. Hopefully, uh, you know, I have more energy. I've uh, had that personal emergency during the game today. Um, but all seems well. I feel pretty good. Just don't have a thun. Of, a thun. See, I can't even speak. A ton of enthusiasm right now. Um, I mean, I'm enthusiastic about the team, no doubt. It was a good win today. Uh, it sucks that I couldn't, like, see it live. But just in terms of, like, what's the word? Uh, I don't know. Energy? Yeah, energy. I just didn't really have a whole lot of energy tonight. But I still wanted to get it out. Got 40 minutes down. This has been episode 173 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I am your host, Ben Fadden. I'll be back on camera probably tomorrow for the pregame show. We'll see uh, on Memorial Day. Danielle, you want to say goodbye? Bye, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Uh, for Danielle and Ben, I guess, today. Uh, I'll see you later. See ya.